Okay, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. It's your favorite boys, uh, you know, part of the sports debate, but I'm going to cut to the kitchen. We're going to get down to business. I'm Jonathan Dominique, and I'm with Mr. Bryce Get Right Reddick. You know who it is. Thank you for having me. That man's never wrong. <laughs> facts, facts. And I just, I just want to say this. I'm nothing against anybody, but I'm definitely a better analyst than Kendrick Perkins. I'm going to leave it at that. Hmm. Didn't he just get a deal with ESPN? Like, yes. I don't know, 20 million or something along the lines. I have to read up on that, but I don't know about that. Maybe over a time period, not all at once. Well, if I'm getting that paid that much to do a uh, writer, um, how do you say, unrealistic hot takes, then hey, pay me up. I'll, I'll sing, no problem. But uh, let's, let's, let's get it started. So um, just letting you guys know, we're just going to talk about basketball today. But let's start it off with some of the hot rumors, really. I mean, we're not like Wendy Williams or anything. We're just talking about trending issues without being a diva. Yeah. Now, uh, let's start off with uh, Damon Lillard trade rumors. So last week, Damon Lillard, um, you know, he had a sit down with Chris Haynes and Yahoo Sports. He did this interview. He was also at a radio show earlier that day or the day before, I believe so. So he did a radio show. He was talking about uh, Team USA and all that and all that. And then he talked about the Trailblazers. Uh, Haynes mentioned the Trailblazers. And for some reason, everybody went wild after that surface. You know, mm-hmm. you know how Twitter is. Once that, once that breaks surface, here comes out the Photoshop heat jerseys of Damon exactly. Lennon. Here yeah. comes the lake. Here comes the Laker Photoshop jersey with Brown <laughs> to him and AD next to him. I don't know what other team, but it just meant social media. It made all the people crazy. Now, even though he publicly said that, you guys took it out of context. That's not what I meant. I'm staying in Toronto. Sorry, Portland. No, Toronto would be nice. I'm staying in Portland. Bryce, let me ask you a question. If this was real, what team would you say, man? Well, first off, let me say, Dame is my guy. Me and Dame talk, not at all. But I just want to say, me and Dame, we're, we're cool. We're cool. I'm cool with that guy. Okay, okay. But I believe Damon, Damian Lillard is a loyal man. And he's it's definitely shown he's a loyal guy. I think the only time he would ever leave is if they kick him out. And what I'm seeing right now, and when I mean not just kick him out, I mean they pur- purposely trade him, not him requesting a trade. They purposely trade him for a business move to save money and also to get value from Damian Lillard, of course. So the team I would honestly see him on, and I've been hearing a lot of things. I've talked to different people, um, you know, insiders and outsiders. Look at but, that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but – you know, Philly would not be a bad choice. You know, Philly's got their own problems with, uh, you know, Ben Simmons and other people. 
I know other people think Dame, Dame is going to the West, but I think Dame might go to the East because let's say, let's just say, I'm throwing this out there. It's not real. But you trade Damian Lillard, Lillard um, and then let's say a first-round pick for Ben Simmons, um, someone, you know, another, like one other player and then a first-round pick or a second-round pick. You switch those two. You have Lillard, you have Seth Curry, you have Tobias Harris, you have Joel Embiid, and uh, you have another person to play the four or five. But let's say Damian Lillard coming there brings such an offensive presence that they can get over that hump of Milwaukee. They can get over that hump of possibly beating Brooklyn next year. So that's the team I see Dame on. Okay, so just to be clear, your answer was the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes. You want Ben out of there because, I mean, a lot of people, I think um, the owner or the coach or some executive said that in order for Ben to leave, they need a caliber all-star and a first-round pick. But you just gave me an all-star player such as Damon Lillard and a first-round pick. If it were to happen, it would have been nice. But I do like the idea, though. But, I mean, if if Ben was still going to stay, I mean, that just means he has to shoot less because Dame's going to take all the shots. Curry's going to take all the shots. Is Richardson still there? No. He's Somebody else is going to take – Harris is going to take all the shots. And the beat is just going to flop and push and taunt people. You know mm-hmm. how he does. You know how he does. And exactly. it still might be a first-round exit. and with like Portland you know I think everyone has gotten it already if you're you know dialed in with ESPN but um my guy Norman Powell just declined his player option so now he's Mm -hmm. a he's a free agent so Portland you know has lost their co-coaching staff and got in another coach Chauncey Billups but has lost Norman Powell and possibly we don't know might lose Damian Lillard we don't know but I mean, that's a lot of that's two big star names to lose. Okay, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I don't know the names off the top of my head, but I know there's definitely a lot of people heading into free agency during this offseason. And yeah, it might be crazy, but as the Heat fan myself, I'm just going to go on my fan base and said, we're getting everybody. Don't worry about the salary cap. It's not a thing. We're getting yeah. um, Damon Lillard. We're getting Kawhi. Who else is in free agency? I don't care. We're getting him too. You yeah. know, like, we're getting everybody. But I mean, um, realistically, even though people don't want to give up Hero for some reason because they still want to believe in him, I'm done talking about the Heat fan base. That it makes well, me sick every time I open up Twitter. <laughs> Since you talked about your fan base, I have to talk about my fan base and I have to oh throw God. a pitch for any free agents, free agents listen, free agents listening. Orlando Magic. Come on. Why not come to Orlando? If you guys have kids, we have Disney, not just Disney, Universal, not just Universal, SeaWorld, and not just SeaWorld, a whole bunch of other amusement parks for your kids. Florida pays, Florida has no state tax. So understand this, people. When you guys get your money, yeah, when you guys get your money, you're going to get your money. They're not going to, we're not going to tax you. Plus, 
Orlando is a young team. Why not be a veteran? Come in. Now we have two top 10 picks and teach those young guys and do something. Why not? Why not be that guy? Come on. That's all I got to say. Orlando Magic, your man. Let me just say something. Should you bring up the uh, Orlando Magic? Do you not have any faith in Mo Bamba and Cole Anthony? Is that what you're telling me? You have no faith that you need somebody else to bring to be there? Oh, they no. They can't do it by themselves? Hear this out. I am a faithful Orlando Magic fan. Faithful. Did I like what they did last season? No. But I'm not the only fan that didn't like that. Cole Anthony is very promising. Markel Fultz is very promising. Mo Bamba is, you know, but now he's, he's fighting men. He's there. Now he's fighting minutes with Wendell Carter Jr. I think as a, they're both, they both, I think Carter Jr. was a lottery pick. And even Mo Bamba was, I think he was the sixth pick in our, when we drafted him. I think Mo Bamba has more potential than Wendell Carter, but, you know, depending with the coach, like the coach has to evaluate that depending on if they want Mo Bamba to start and get more minutes or they want Wendell Carter Jr. to start and get more minutes. I think with Mo Bamba's length, and if he can improve his offensive ability, Mobamba would be a nice starter at center. But Wendell Carter has showed that he can bang with the best of them. And because he definitely got a little better when he came down to Orlando. Okay. But I mean, just to negate whatever you just said right now, who has a song name after them? Mobamba, right? That's the pick, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Yeah, but who has a who has a one hit wonder, like you just said, Mo Bamba. Wow, we can have Mo right? Bamba on the show then. Sorry, folks. Hey, I'm too much Mo tea. Bamba. Hey, I'm, that I, that's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. And honestly, I believe in them, but we still need a veteran. We still need a veteran. Everyone needs a veteran. Okay, that's that's understandable. I mean, who doesn't love vets, right? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic. Guys, uh, you know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Team USA. Now, you know Team USA throughout the years, right? You know, uh, you thought of uh, Jordan, Magic, ooh, 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 1992, um, yeah. all that good jazz, the Redeemed Team, all that good jazz, 2012. Listen, they, I don't remember the last time they lost, but for some reason, this new team that they have, that's on everybody in a frenzy of, hey, you're going to drop 50? All right. You yeah. know what? I'll hold off. I'll drop 50 next game. None of that has happened yet. You, you want to say something? Or- well, I was going to say, I, I think these last four games, I was just going to say, I don't think anyone has dropped more than 20 points. Like anybody, and that's crazy. It's it's definitely believable. Well, it's unbelievable, but it's right. But I mean, you got to think about it. look at their opponents, right? Mm-hmm. You got Nigeria. Even though throughout history, throughout the recent uh, Olympic Games, we blow. Nigeria out of the water, even though we made history with them by having a point margin of 83 points. I believe the last time we played against them or the year prior. Mm-hmm. 
things changed drastically, and I could kind of give some ideas why. You have a new team, a team that don't know each other, right? I mean, who's on the roster? Bradley Beal. You got Jason Tatum. Yeah. You got Dame. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say Drew now, but he's on the roster. Chris Middleton, blase, blase. And you have Bam. And in all reality, Bam is the only defensive player on that starting five, if I say so much. Maybe some KD in there, too. I'll give KD some credit. Mm -hmm. But when you're having a team that never played with each other, no matter how good they are, you're always going to see the flaws. And you definitely see a flaw in this brand newly assembled team. Keyword is newly assembled. You have all these international teams that's been playing for years, that knows each other by name, that probably went to the same wedding as their teammate. Like, they probably maybe, you you know what I mean? Like, they're real close compared to people in the USA and their team who often only see each other, like, after games, they dap up. You'll never see it in practice unless it's like a black talk matchup for Instagram or something that was posted on Instagram. Not even no charity events either. There's no chemistry is what I'm trying to say. You look at other teams, Spain, Argentina. I remember we got dropped off by Manu and who else was on the team? Scola, I believe. Yeah, and he's still on Luis Scola. Players, players who players who don't even do good on their NBA teams. They were dropping us off. Listen. Exactly. <laughs> They're dropping us off. Ads. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I just want to say um, you're picking up the pace. I mean, I believe games are starting to go to be a begin. I mean, I don't know how it is with the COVID status and everything, but I know mm-hmm. we're done with the exhibition games. I mean, we won our last game against Spain. That was a nice way to end it. But I want to talk about the uh, our current status roster update. I mean, I know we lost Bill to yeah. Open State Health and uh, Safety Protocols. And Levine. Yeah, we recently lost Levine yesterday, right? Yesterday yeah. it was announced. He didn't take the flight to Tokyo. We lost Kevin Love just because he wasn't unfit. Like, he said, look, hey, man, I don't think I could do this anymore. Then why you join? Like, <laughs> You know, like, but listen, we have two new pickups. You know who he is. Well, anybody out of Houston know who he is. We have Kelvin, Coden Johnson, right? Now, Coden Johnson, he's not really a baller, but he gives you the points that you need, right? He's not going to point to the logo and pull up. He's not that type of player. But he's doing pretty good in his first, and he's doing even better on the USA team. I mean, granted, he started as a select team member. I've seen a lot of people, you know, what a select team member is. So he knows the insights of the works of the players, their schemes, and et cetera. So it was real nice for him to really blend in so easily to the type of offensive structure that Team USA has. And it's not just running 
suicides being motivated mm-hmm. by Kevin Love in the background. <sighs> Kevin Johnson, nice addition. We have JaVale McGee next up, right? Yeah. Come on. If you watch basketball, you know JaVale McGee, mostly for all the wrong things until very recently. I'll say maybe 2017 when he went to the Warriors. Besides that, he was doing behind the backs and flipping the ball up to the fifth row. Yeah. You know, you know how it is. Sam and Shaq had a lot of beef, but I think he kind of earned Shaq respect now. Listen, we have a three-time NBA champ, right? We got a person who you think he deserved their championships? JaVale? Yeah. No. He was just wow. on the team. Wow. Okay. He was just I mean, on nothing, the team. nothing against him, but he was just he was just on the team. I mean, he did his thing, but I mean he was he wasn't like a, a huge factor. Okay. So I mean Bryce says that, and though a lot of times I do agree with Bryce, I'm gonna have to disagree with you with maybe five percent of that. Though he doesn't really seem that effective, though mm-hmm. we're not bashing Javel or Javel supporters. No, no matter how many guys are, we're not bashing them. We're just saying, well, if you think about it, he's a very good rebounder. He's a very good defender, room protector. Let's call him that. And that's pretty much it. And that's what the team needs because Bond can't be working overtime down the paint. Yeah. Somebody has to help him. And JaVale's that guy. JaVale does a lot of offensive rebounding. A lot of total rebounding. What more do you want? I mean, at the same time, you do have Draymond. I mean, Draymond, even though he's an undersized center or undersized power forward, if ish ish, he's still a good defender. You have to give it to him. Yeah, and I do give the fact that they're trying to have a more defensive minded approach, but I didn't give yeah. it. But listen, who cares about our opinions, right? We gotta right. turn to we gotta turn to the streets. We got to mm-hmm. Twitter. We got to Instagram, social media. The people are yelling. They wanted Trey Young, and they wanted Zion Williamson. What are your thoughts about these trolls, Bryce? Yeah. Do you do you agree with them? Do you want Trey and Zion on the team? I say I say Trey. Yes, Zion. Uh, no. Nothing against Zion. I think Zion's a good player, but I think there's still a lot other, a lot of other great players that you could have picked up or something like that. You know, if if you had the freedom to, who would those players be, or who would those options be? So, like, I only have two options. Like, that's what you're saying. I only have two options. Um, you could give me maybe a top three. Top three, and then it's also depending on you know if players. You know, accepted and declined, but definitely. Let's say these players are automatically accepted because they're just that good of a GM. Like you're bigger than Pop. You're bigger than Pop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say definitely Anthony Davis, the brow. You can't go wrong with Anthony Davis. Um, just you need a big man. He's a good defensive presence. He's could be a stretch four and even a stretch five. Trey Young, for sure. I mean, he showed you, yes, I'm young. I'm a third year or fourth year, but I beat New York Knicks in New York. Um, I beat 
uh, other teams, you know, he almost beat Milwaukee, not by himself, but as a team, but he could do it. He can do it. He has a uh, range. He has handles. He has vision. What more do you want from a point guard? Also, my third one, and this this guy doesn't get enough respect, is because where he's from, well, not where he's from, but where he's at, is that I need a pure scorer. I need a dog, and people might get con- people might get like weirded out. You might think I'm talking about Devin Booker, right, and right. I love Devin Booker. Wait, but he's already wait, you wasn't talking about Devin Booker. Oh man, no, no, no. But I mean, Devin Booker, he's already on the team. Devin Booker's already on the team after he's done with the finals. Um, but I need a straight dog that can just score, score, score. When I give you the ball, all you're doing is scoring. And that is Tyree. Spider. Oh. oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is Spider Donovan Mitchell. Like, people, like, honestly, like, people, if you really pay attention to basketball, and nothing against Donovan Mitchell. My dog scores, 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 scores. And that's all I need from him. I'm like, bro, drop 30 tonight, okay? Drop 40 tonight, okay? Drop 20 and give get a few assists. I want Donovan Mitchell to go spiz off. I want him to just spaz, you know? So, so you just not want a regular Donovan Mitchell. You want bubble Donovan Mitchell. Oh that's yes, what that's what you want. <laughs> no, no, that's the that's not even it. I want playoff Mitchell because playoff Mitchell spazzes. Like he does it in the regular season, but playoff Mitchell, even this season when they were playing um Denver or they played someone else, he still dropped at least thirty points a game. Okay, so just to clarify, you want Donovan Mitchell, and you want who else? Trey Young. Trey Young. Okay. And Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis. Okay. I can see a whole lot of um I can definitely see a whole lot of scoring. And if you kind of make him go, you maybe change the lineup you have like the defense of Drew Holiday. You could uh you could get defensively low with having Baum. And Anthony Davis, my, my, my. And he had the scoring of Chris Middleton. And, oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> They're We're both like the water. Middleton, Booker, and Drew are, they're all on the NBA team. Like, they're all on the USA team. It's just they're still in the finals right now. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, once the Suns beat them, uh, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll get a pack. I've been I've been preaching. I'm just saying, like anyone that's listened to me, I've been preaching e- even before this series started. I was like Milwaukee in six. I said Milwaukee in six since the beginning. Milwaukee in six. Yes, Phoenix got two. Then Milwaukee got three. Now Milwaukee's about to get that. What what did that guy say? Bucks in four. Bucks in Sons, four. Sons in four. <laughs> Bucks. I think I heard Bucks in four. So that's all I gotta say. You know what was so funny about that? Actually, after one of the reports of the last game, uh, Bucks won. Mm. I actually saw somebody Photoshop a Bucks jersey on that guy, and I said Bucks before. I'm like, before. <laughs> you guys are real creative nowadays. <laughs> um, 
I think because you have to, but you know, I don't want to get thrown off, but just I think you have to give it to. Uh, I, I I didn't predict this with with Milwaukee. I think they built a team to beat the Miami Heat because Miami Heat really messed them up in the bubble, and then they beat Miami, then they beat Brooklyn in Game Seven, and I mean, then they come to the finals. Uh, well, then they beat Atlantis too, and come to the finals, and I mean. I think someone I forgot who said this, but for Giannis to have the mentality of of just like or just having tunnel vision of all the all the you know shit he gets and all the free throws he's missed, I mean, and still being able to possibly win a chip and a finals MVP, I mean that's that's goat status right there, you know. Okay, so we have a little team Giannis. Okay. No, I mean, uh, I, I honestly, I like it, yeah, honestly, like I, I don't care who wins because it's the two different, it's fresh new teams. I would love to have Booker have a ring, his first playoff run, and I would love for Giannis to have a ring just to, you know, solidify that he's one of the best forum players to ever do it. Um, but you know, both can't have the ring at the same time, so you just gotta root for whoever wins it. Okay, I definitely understand that uh, that passion, you know, that explanation, that integrity that you show why Giannis really won the ring. Because, I mean, all the jeering and taunting about the 10-second violations, they definitely get to you. Especially when some people literally have a timer on the camera. Like, yeah. this man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I think... It's going to be wonderful no matter who wins because, I mean, both of them have different stories. I mean, you see Chris Paul's career. You see how well Devin Booker can perform, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. you, everybody knows Giannis's story. Everybody knows Chris Middleton and just how lopsided the fans can be with him. Like, oh, he's overrated. He's a... Uh, um, Kevin uh, Kendrick Perkins, um, Giannis is Robin or whatever that phrase he said. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. You catch my drift. He could be underrated, overrated in the middle. People hate him. People love him. Tomato, tomato. And I think it's just great. Not only those those reasons I just said, but it's because both of those are small markets. At least in the yeah. NBA standards. I would I, I agree with you because I would say they're they've both been there before. Like, and you know, you understand Milwaukee's been there, but last time there there was 70. So I mean that's with Kareem and Big O. And I mean back then, I don't know if it was still the Los Angeles Lakers or was the 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 Lakers were always there. Yeah. Okay. I know there was something else before, like or Baltimore Lakers, something like that. And then the last time Phoenix made it was um nineties. Yeah. So I mean, they've both been there. And I want I would say Milwaukee's a smaller market than Phoenix, only because mm-hmm. Phoenix has more um sports and awareness, et cetera, et cetera. Ex- exactly. And uh weather-wise, you know, it's more appealing than Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, but I mean like you said, they're both small markets and they're both bringing, you know, a big boom to their economy, um, win or lose. 
Um, because yeah. next season, next season they're gonna be the I won't say the favorites, but they're gonna be up there to possibly run it back. And with that brings more ticket sales, with that brings more sponsorships with more partnerships. And I mean, it's a great business. You know, what I'm saying we're, you know, me and you were both sport management guys. And with this publicity, it brings a more exposure to not just the team, but also to different players and to different business ventures that could grow your market, could grow your organization. And I mean, hey, good good luck to both of them. But not only that, it could really start a whole generation. I mean, of basketball players. Yeah. I mean, remember that summer when Giannis was all skinny? And I think it took him a summer to get a real job. I think it was over the summer he got insanely jacked to where he was. I mean, you see how he was when he first got in the yeah. at 18, 19. And then mm-hmm. after one summer, he came in strainy jack. I think he had like 20, 40, 50 pounds of muscle holding these dumbbells. You know the picture. I'm pretty sure if I showed you, remember it. Yeah. But I mean, the fact that he was able to transform, given his story, is just a very amazing thing. And it could show people like, yo. Milwaukee, Milwaukee got some ballers. Phoenix got some ballers. It'll definitely bring recognition, and it's an NBA. Who doesn't want that? I mean, more people, like you said, more business ventures. I don't know. It's a great thing. So whoever wins, it don't matter to us because it's not the heat or it's not the magic. But watch out for us next year, though. We just have to get Jimmy, uh, you know, Pampered with as a Rachel Nichols. Uh, so. hey. I'm not giving uh, advantage. You know, you have to search out your own time, guys. But yeah, on that note, draft is next week. Watch, you know, watch Magic make some hopefully good picks. Hopefully. Okay, on to the draft. Now that you're talking about that, you know the draft. You know the players because you watch more college basketball than me. Yeah. First, what are your thoughts about this year's draft and who? Who do you see the most potential out of? Um, I think it's a good draft. Um, I think it's pretty deep. Um, I, you have a lot of big names in here. I mean, for me, definitely one of the biggest ones is Cade. Cade Cunningham at Oklahoma State. Um, and for those that even know more, he played at Mount Verde in Claremont, Florida. Um, and Mount Verde produces a lot of NBA players, so on and so forth. But Cade is definitely 6'8", 220, all-around guard, forward, whatever you want to call him. Um, he could definitely do some damage. And when not just him, I really like also Jalen Johnson from Duke. Uh, he he had a uh, – he started off well, got injuries, and then just withdrawed completely. Um, but I think he has a lot of potential. Um, and also Jalen Suggs with um, – at um, excuse me, Gonzaga – nice young kid he can score he can do it all he can dribble I mean for those that know he was a dual threat uh athlete in high school he played uh football and he played basketball and he had high offers on both ends so I mean and you know for people that know who his former teammate was Chet Hogan I probably pronounced his name wrong I mean he's like you probably seen him before white dude seven one um like 240 and I mean I think he if I believe so I think he committed to Gonzaga also so I mean that should be interesting to watch him do that and then now as you know we have 
players from overseas and also players from um, other basketball leagues because now, you know, possibly, I don't think it's this draft, but maybe next draft, you can come from high school. Like you can you can come from high school again and go straight to the NBA. Um, so those are a few names I just threw out. There's a lot more. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley. So, I mean, the list goes on and on, but I definitely think this draft will be interesting and entertaining. Um, and we just have to wait and see how it ponders out. Question. Um, I know you're talking about pondering and maybe this and maybe that. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody fall within a certain projectile, or pick, mm-hmm. who do you see becomes a steal? Um, so, uh, and I just want to do a backstory on this real quick. Michael, I forgot what draft it was, but Michael Porter Jr. And for like my, my stepbrother, Xavier, he knows we were on that before anyone else was. He was the biggest steal of that draft. He went 16th uh, to the Denver Nuggets. But as people know, he was the number one recruit out of high school that year. He went to Missouri. He got injured. You know, he left and, you know, he got dropped down to 16. So I would say what it looks like right now is that Jalen Johnson might be that guy to slip. I won't say he's necessarily the, the, the sleeper. Or yeah, sleeper. Um, either one. But he went to Duke. He, you know, he I think he looked great. He had an injury that really prolonged his, um, you know, him not being out there. And then uh, he just left because, uh, you know, he already knew he was going to be a one and done and so so on, so on and so forth. But Jalen Johnson, I would definitely believe if he slips past top five, top ten, I mean, especially after ten, I think he's a he's a huge sleeper or a huge steal in the in whoever picks him up after ten. Um, but yeah. Okay. Now, thank you, Bryce, for that. Um, you know, with the draft being on the 29th, I think um, it's a wonderful experience for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they really get opportunity to live out their dreams. I mean, you know, the percentages growing up, you know, 0.0000001 people that make it to the NBA. They're living out their dream. They're giving up everything they have. They're moving cities, they're moving states, their lives are completely changed, and they're doing it all for the name of the game that they love. And yeah. you can't appreciate that any further than you already do. So, I mean, props to these young men, and hopefully they could have a great career out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, moving on to our last topic, and I mean, we're kind of pressed for time, really. But I like to make note of all the recent coaching hires you have in the NBA. I mean, uh, granted, I mean, you have some notable names. Uh, you have Jamal Mosley. Yeah. You, have, you have Willie Green, who just came from the Suns. Mm-hmm. You have Jason Kidd. Hopefully he doesn't spill any beer on the floor or push, make people push him or I don't know, do some off-camera stuff. You have Wes Unshow Jr., who just got done to the Wizards. You got Nate McMillan, who 
recently been to the Hawks. I believe he was part of the reason as to why the Hawks went on the playoff run. Yeah. Off your first year, that's amazing. You can never do that in Pacers. And yeah. yeah, I said what I said. You have Chauncey Billups, former player. I think he was assistant coach for the Clippers, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. prior to going to the Trailblazers. And you have a meme, a meme Oduka for the Celtics. Listen, these are just the six recently picked up coaches out of the seven available picks or vacant opportunities, as far as I know. And just amazing. Yeah. It's just a great group of experience, mostly former players, but still experienced nonetheless. Uh, amazing people. Uh, what are your thoughts about this, Bryce? Um, I, I like them and I support each and every one of them. Um, I would say I definitely wanted Becky Hammond to get an opportunity. Um, and I definitely wanted her to come to Orlando. Nothing against Jamal Mosley, but I wanted her to come to Orlando um, and do her thing. Um, but, you know, now we have to see how Chauncey does. First time being a head coach. Same thing with Willie Green. Same thing with West Unshield Jr. Um, but, but we have to understand with Chauncey, just two years ago, he was just an ESPN sports analyst. And then last year he was um, – assistant coach for the Clippers and now this year he's a head coach so I mean time was like that for him um whereas Willie Green and Wes Unshield Jr. Jamal Mosley have been assistant coaches for numbers of years and have finally gotten their head coach um opportunity um the coach at the Celtics I mean he was I wish him the best of luck because the Celtics is such a prominent organization where it's like you know you either do good and they like you, and if you do bad, they'll they're quick to kick you out. Like honestly, after two seasons, if if they don't make the playoffs, like he's out of there. Like they, they got that. They got that. Sorry to interrupt you. They got that Brady fever. Yeah, know? exactly, exactly. That's so, I mean, over there, my goodness. Yeah. Um. So I wish the best of luck for all of them. Um. Hopefully, all of them make the playoffs next next year. Um. They all deserve it. And like I said, Becky Hammond honestly deserve it. And I and I hope hopefully she gets on next season. And I don't want to keep I don't want to keep saying that hopefully next season, hopefully next season, it should be next season at this point. Um, or if you know Greg Popovich has been grooming her, hopefully she he grooms her more to possibly become San Antonio's next head coach because they love her. Uh she knows the system, they know the system, and might as well you know, make that stuff happen. But, you know, I don't want to rush Greg to retirement. But, I mean, Becky Hammond is literally knocking and has, like, a pinky toe in the door, literally. So. I definitely agree with what you said. And hopefully, um, geez, the way you say it. Yeah, it really does sound like we want Pops to uh, retire soon. Listen, Pops, take your time. Run your suicide sprints. You know what I mean? Continue to be healthy and all that, but I mean, when it's time to pass it through, I mean, you already know who we're looking at, so yeah, you know, make the deal, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, you know. <laughs> I mean, I hope it turns out good for everybody. 
because you shouldn't risk bad things upon anybody. So let's see how it is, and hopefully they come to a long and uh, productive career in which they'll become head coaches for many years, or even GMs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that good just looking at a future GM right now, you know, that key place. But there you go. I'm going to have 10 rings. I'm going to have 10 rings. <laughs> uh, the Brady factor. Love it. <laughs> yeah. but, the Tampa Bay factor. No, no. I've, I've been a Tampa Bay fan. For people that know me, I've been a Tampa Bay fan before all this fame and fortune came to our city. So let me just put that out there. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. But, I mean, that was the final um, – that was the final talking of today. I mean, Bryce, so what you got to say for the people? Besides, we're back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, in the words of uh, in the words of uh, Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. <laughs> anything it. is possible. So, um, honestly, yeah, a little motivation, only because it's like, what's it, Tuesday? You know, honestly, tunnel vision, you know, like stay stay true to yourself for those listening hustle hard hustle quick don't hustle quick we you know this is a little i don't want to get too deep into this but as such a microwave society let's try to be oven societies and keep our head down keep our head keep our nose out of the out of the stuff you know what i'm saying and just you know believe in yourself you know believe in yourself and and make connections, network, and, you know, make those money moves. And I just want you, so you hear it first before I go, and I tell everybody this. When you make money moves, money moves. I'm telling you, it sounds weird, and it sounds creepy, but when you make money moves, money moves. You're going to be like, ah, like, it's not going to make sense now, but watch. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying, I'm telling you. Listen, just guys, all I got to say is if you're confused, sleep on it. It'll come back to you in the morning. Facts. You got to know who who said it to you first, Mr. Bryce Reddick over here. Mr. Get Right, yes, sir. Mr. Get Right, never wrong. Yeah. I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Bryce, where can the people follow you? Are you still active on social media? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't post that. Um, enough but like you still follow me at h-o-h underscore b-r-y-c-e that's only on instagram uh you can't get my number or my email so i mean you know dm me i'm available (laughs) for anything professional and personal okay okay and you guys can follow me on instagram at j dominique 1998 you know i keep it strictly professional He's the Don. Yeah. Do, 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 no, he's the Don. Don to John. John to yeah. Don. John to Don. We still keep it on one good around here, folks. Listen. Yeah. Time never changed, even though time itself has changed. Listen, and that's pretty much it. I bid you guys adieu. And see you guys next time. Take care. Ciao.